Let's take a trip back to the hearth and see what Macecore's been doing. You seem to be up before a lot of people are up. Um, and, yeah, you really don't see very many people going out and about. There's uh, a guy in a cart that's being pulled by a camel, and he's, like, brushing the street um, with, like, big brushes attached to the wheels, so it's like a weird desert street cleaner. And it has, like, a cool trough in the back where it, like, scoops up any animal dung that's that was on the street. So he's just, like, getting the main street clean for the day. But he's the only person you see out when you're out. And I say to myself, wow, they're getting high tech here. And I rush, and I rush to go to the front gate. Okay. Um, you see that it is open, and there are a couple of guards posted. And as you approach, can you give me a perception check, please? Ten. Um, yeah, you don't notice anything in particular as you approach the gate, but once you get to the gate, you can see that just outside to the right, so the opposite side of the merchant stalls, um, you see Droll with a nice leather backpack um, and he's got his, like, desert Bedouin-type garb on, so he's got his, like, face covering, and he, uh, he gives you a little wave, and points to the second axe beak that's standing beside him, and it has a nice saddle on it for you. Wow, thank you very much, Droll. Much obliged. Do you have any of the head coverings that you have? That looks very nice. Uh, yep, I got one in here for you in my pack. And he, uh, yeah, he gives you, like, this nice, um, you know, like, desert headdress, essentially, so that you can put it on when it gets too hot. You can take it off, um, you know, so that you can breathe better in certain situations, and you can use the covering for your eyes and mouth if there's, like, a sandstorm or anything. That's great. How come we never had these before? Well, can't rightly say. I think you and I only met right before the end of your time here, so... I would have been happy to give you one. We make these, the Spitfires. See, this is why uh, living in the city is not great. You need more endurance, like to mm. build clothes like you have. Yeah, we're uh, we're a hardy folk, and uh, we did often like to joke about the folk here in the hearth getting soft, but now that we're all one and the same, I guess we shouldn't be shitting on each other like that no more, should we? No, definitely not. As much as, as hard as it is to make, to break bad habits. Oh yeah, well, don't you worry though. I know you're not a soft city folk. No way. I've been all over the place. I know, I can tell. I can just see. Like I said, I know you're a man of the land. You've clearly spent a few nights sleeping on the forest floor or out under the stars. Uh, many a night. Many a night. Um, well, you ready for a couple more? Because it's time for us to hit the road here. Yeah, let's get to it. All right, and the two of you take off across the desert. Cue the theme song from Lawrence of Arabia. God, I wish I had that queued up. That would be funny. Um, and he, he trots you off in a direction just like the map showed to the southeast. And very quickly moving in that direction, you can see the peaks of the brown mountains starting to crop up in front of you. And, Macecore, I don't know that you've seen much of the brown mountains up to this point, 
but you can see that they are at the front they're sort of lower peaks and they are in fact a brownish color um, but as as you get closer and you can see the peaks further and further back you can see that there are some that are tall enough that they stick up high into the sky and they're covered in snow caps and you've seen mountains like those all the way in the north of Finradel, but you've never seen any all the way in the south like this and as you approach the foothills of these mountains the desert changes from you know flat and sandy to more of a scrublands with some bushes and dry creek beds and things of that nature and there's more vegetation as presumably some of this moisture from up in the highlands is coming down and keeping things alive and as you approach the mountains you also see that there is a building of clouds that seems to be happening as the day is growing on and it takes you the better part of a day riding with Droll and when you reach a particularly steep foothill Droll halts his axe beak and he and you do the same and he says Well, I think this is probably about as far as I can take you Droll, I mean, I don't even know what what can I do to help make this right for you? What sort of um, You know, thank you. Thank you for taking me here. What sort of what can I do for you? Well, you've already done more than enough, but I think it could help all of us if you can just do your best to succeed in your task while you're out here. Well, I couldn't have gotten this far without you, Droll. Well, I mean, honestly, you may not be thanking me if this turns out to be a wild goose chase. And if so, just remember it was Draxar's idea. <laughs> I will blame that it squarely on him. And then I um, get my supplies and um, get off of the axe beak. And he points out in front of you um and and he gives you like a pack of of supplies uh to add to your pack um you know some like nice flat breads pitas things like that that'll last a few days um a couple of water skins and he also says yeah I, i'm sure you know this mace core but if you look in these dry creek beds if you're in a spot of trouble and you need water you can just dig in those and most of the time you'll find water not too far down well wow. Um, th I mean, th does that work for all of them? It should up here in these hills. If you go out further into the desert, no guarantees. But this season, up this far, I think you'll be fine. Now, what you're going to want to do is follow this trail. It's a little hard to pick out down here, but I I've traveled it a few times. But it's going to take you way up into these mountains. And he points straight up between, sort of in the crotch of two mountains right in front of you. And he says... The important thing to remember is when you get to the fork and you got to decide which of them there peaks you're going to start climbing, you want to climb the one on the left. Is there a reason? Because that's where the rumored hermit lives. I don't know exactly what kind of person you're looking for. I don't know exactly where. But the folks that have come upon this person say that they just appear out of nowhere. They're silent. They're almost one with the mountain. And, uh... I suppose if they don't want to be found, you may not find them, but you, you, you strike me as a good tracker, so I suppose there's a chance. Well, uh, I, I think if anyone can track them, it's me. I believe you. Have that Isarian pride. Well, I, actually, I suppose your axe beak's going to be all right foraging out here. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think you'll be able to track her down after uh, you're back from the mountains, I would assume. But uh, these scrublands, they should be a nice 
okay place for her to stay over the next few days while you're up in them mountains. And I suppose if I don't find you back here in, uh, in time for the election, I'll send some of my folks up to try and find you. That sounds like a good plan. I hope to be there for the election. Obviously. I hope so, too. Let's hope. It's been it's been a pleasure, Mace Core, and he extends a hand to you. Droll, likewise. Thank you. I, I I didn't know what I was missing before you. So, uh, we'll we'll make this right, and and um, hopefully you can join us in the fight. Sounds like a plan. Good luck. And he turns and starts trotting his axe back towards the hearth, and yours uh is just kind of like pecking around in the grass there. Um, now can you give me a animal handling check sure i can 16 uh so you you share some words with your axe beak um to try and get her to understand what's happening so uh why don't you go ahead and do that and i'll tell you what happens all right it's just you and me right now can you sit she sort of turns her head like like a dog does when they're trying to understand sit sit i point towards the chair sit uh, she, like, plops down. Okay, okay, progress. Um, should I give her, uh, I'm gonna give the smell of something and see if they recognize it's me. Uh, like, trying to give her this, your scent so that she'll know how to find you? Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I'd say you, you could do that. You can give her a scent, um, and then, uh, she's just gonna kind of sit there and watch you. So what do you do then? Um, I'm going to throw like a rock on the ground and say, go get it. Okay. Okay. Uh, she turns and chases it. I say, come back, come back. And I clap. Uh, she doesn't really come back this time. She just kind of like turns and starts pecking at the ground again. But being that you're a ranger and you know a good bit about these animals, you know that she'll be a pretty fierce combatant for anything she might run into in these foothills these scrublands don't have like the biggest predators or anything so it should be fine right um and uh yeah you have some hope that she may actually come looking for you once you're back in the area just because uh you are like a food source for her so good um yeah we're in front of like the house of the hermit right the home so no you're not near you don't see a house you see a trail that's all that you have in front of you right now um i'm gonna start walking on the trail all right can you make me a survival check please 25 not natural all right yeah you do you as a ranger you can pick out this trail seamlessly even though it goes over some like tumbled boulders and things like that you don't lose the trail as it climbs higher and higher and eventually you are now climbing up out of the scrublands and onto the rocky sort of, uh, I guess, uh, a rocky spur between these two mountains. And you reach a point where the path appears to fork to the left and to the right. What do you do? Um, what was it that he said? Always keep, I think, keep to the left. I'm going to go to the left. All right, so you follow the path to the left, and now it's getting a little steeper. So um, you're starting to have to like scramble over some larger rocks. Um, there's a couple places where there's little ravines you have to hop over, and a couple ledges you have to sort of cling to the side of the cliff. Um, can you make me an athletics check, please? Yeah. Fourteen. Yeah, you handle most of them pretty well. 
toward the end of it, you're scrambling over a, uh, like this, this rougher trail toward the end of that, you are scrambling over a rocky boulder and it's a fairly smooth round boulder and you need to get up and over it to get back on the trail and you slide, you feel yourself sliding off about halfway up, maybe a 20 foot rock. Um, can you make a dexterity saving throw, please? 15. Uh, yeah, you managed to avoid damage by, uh, sort of tucking and rolling at the bottom. Oh, God. And when you hit the bottom, you do see that you kind of cause a few loose rocks to slip down the trail and you can see them like tumbling down the side of this mountain. And, and that sort of gives you a moment where you realize just how steep this trail has become. Um, and that if you stray off the side here, it could be real bad. And as you get that feeling, you also start to feel that the breeze has gotten cooler. Uh, you're no longer feeling that desert warm air wafting onto you. Now it's, it's, you can feel you've gained enough elevation that it's actually getting chilly. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so you're standing at the bottom of this, like, smooth boulder, um, uh, that you need to climb up. What do you do? Are there any other boulders that I could shoot loose, potentially, that would make my life easier? Uh, give me a perception check. Seven. Fuck. Uh, you don't really see a better way, so you think that really the only way is going to be to try to climb this boulder again, so why don't you give me another athletics check? Unless you have, like, an item or anything you want to 21. Use. Oh, yeah, you manage the second time, you don't lose your handhold, and you scramble up over this thing, and when you crest over this boulder, um, you come out onto a kind of a strange-looking plateau, and it has... A pond that sort of covers most of it and then there's like a, a, le a lip of stone all around it can you give me another perception check please Jeez, four Are you kidding me um you don't really notice anything um this pond appears to be shallow it doesn't strike you as particularly odd but uh yeah you don't really notice anything in particular now uh the trail has become hard to follow at this point so uh, you're standing on this plateau with this lip of, of stone around this pond. Uh, what do you do? Um, I'm going to make camp there. Okay. Uh, and what, what all does that involve for you? Um, getting the resources and preparing them, um, setting up and taking down a shelter. That's all I think goes into it. Yeah, and I assume you brought some kind of, like, small tent or at least a couple of posts that you could use. Um, and uh, give me an investigation. I want to see if you can find a good spot to camp in. Nine. Uh, you pick a spot that's seemingly okay, and then when you bed down for the night, as you're laying in your tent, it gets real cold. Because uh, you're, like, in a very breezy spot. So I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Oh, no. Oh my god, critical fail. Gee. Oh, critical oh fail. God. That's so bad. Um, so here's what's going to happen. Uh, you're going to take five... Oh wait, can you take cold damage? Uh, or you're like resistant I'm to resistant it, right? To cold damage. So you're going to only take two cold damage. Oh, good. Uh, it would have been five. Um, and you also will not be well rested in the morning. I don't think that affects much because I think you had done a long rest, right. but... Uh, yeah, you won't be regaining those hit points with a rest this night. And you have strange dreams that night. You can't really piece together 
too much of what was in them, you got some glimpses of just memories, uh, you know, some of the visions you've seen. Like, you just get a whole jumble of all that stuff uh, in this fitful night of sleep while you're freezing. And freezing is rare for you because you like the cold. So kind of an odd moment for you. Um, And you wake up in the next morning and it's another clear day. Um, The fog is lifting on these mountains as the sun rises. And you need to find the trail again. So you can make make me a survival check. Ten. Oh my god. I I have a seven modifier. I'm getting such shitty rolls. (laughs) It takes you some time, but you do find where the trail picks up. And it's on the far side of this pond, and you're able to walk the rim, and you find what looks to be a roughly carved staircase into the side of this mountain. And it seems to take you deeper into the, the cliff that's in front of you. And you climb up this staircase for some time, and eventually emerge onto a round bald top of a mountain and standing at the top of this bald is an old dead tree and can you give me a perception check please nine jeez i've gotten so many nines (laughs) so you don't notice anything in particular um up here on this bald except that your trail seems to have ended you can't find it anywhere what? This has got to be the place. You see this tree. You see a couple of piles of boulders and things like that. Um, not much else. Uh, what do you do? Can I see any footprints? Uh, yeah, why don't you see if you can track any movement there recently. I suppose that would be another... Survival? Um, yeah, that would be another survival check. 14. Uh, With a 14, you are looking around for footprints, sort of struggling, because it's a lot of stone and gravel up here, but you start to see signs that you think there has been someone here recently, and you don't think it was you, even though you've been kind of going in circles up here. What, what, What do I find? It's just that, like, ranger's instinct. There's something about, like, this path... That led up here and the the scales on the back of your neck kind of do that like stand up thing for just a moment as if you're being watched mm-hmm. and then you hear a voice it took you long enough to get up here i don't take kindly to people being on my mountain but you might as well stay now that you made the climb are you are you the hoymet uh, do you respond <laughs> I don't know, did he find where the voice was coming from? Uh, I don't think you saw the source of the voice there, Mayscore. Oh, oh. Um, but you could you could certainly respond to it like that, which is great. Um, and you're kind of like looking around now. And then you hear the voice again. People have called me that. People have called me many things. I guess maybe you should just call me sister now let's find out what flint has been up to 
so it's it's a fairly uh, clear path all the way through the town, and then when you get out of town, there is definitely like a an old cart path of some sort that leads toward the forest. Um, it's a little bit rutted and kind of old and overgrown in some places, so it looks like the people of the town probably don't use this all that often. Mm. And you walk maybe ten minutes outside of town, and then you see a small wooden sign on the side of the road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it says, turn back, beware, no passage granted. Mm-hmm. And is this on the road? So these are three consecutive signs on the side of the road. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like, turn back, and then like 20 yards later. <laughs> yeah, beware, beware. Yeah, and then no, no passage, passage granted. Um, and... Uh, the, the like type of sign they are is like scrawled in just like ink written by hand kind of yeah um, or like burnt you know hand burned into a piece of wood essentially right. Um, right and that's and and as you're as you're seeing these signs you're kind of coming up on the forest so you can see the trees like you know a few hundred yards down the road now right um, and and the path kind of divulges into the wood sure I think uh... diverges I should say yeah. I, I think at this point, I'm thinking, all right, if this is a place where a forest where there's going to be thieves uh, hiding out, I can't imagine they wouldn't have some sort of uh, lookout at the road. That's a pretty obvious place for them to be looking. So I think I'd like to take out the Orb of Silence. Okay. And just uh, kind of ver- like veer off the path to the left, because I know that there's, you know, that's not specifically where the sign wanted me to go, but I just want to go off the path, uh, sort of more north than the path, but still towards the forest. Uh, and well, and I would say that you did a good job looking at the map on the ship, and that is the direction that you remember seeing the symbols that said to go this way quietly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, so yeah. yeah so, like, I want to head in that exactly direction. That. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. Um, so you walk off the path to your left, and you come to the edge of the trees, and uh, it, it's kind of scrubby. Not a lot of trees here. Um, still pretty open. And can you give me a perception check, please? An eighteen. Um. So with an 18, you you get the feeling that, I guess you don't see, like, tracking, trackable footprints or anything like that, but you uh-huh. get the feeling that the direction you just walked is, or has been walked often. Right. Um, and so it's like the pattern of the grasses and stuff, and you kind of picked out, like, a natural-looking trail, but it... You're now getting the feeling as you get close to the edge of the woods that, like, this was actually, like, a walked, trafficked trail. Right. Um, and so, you're, and, and with that 18, you're also able to pick out that this, like, sort of more trafficked part of this grassland, uh, it leads up to the base of four trees that are, they kind of stand out from the rest because they are... Uh, a sort of like a white birch looking tree. They don't look like the uh, 
the trees from Call College, do they? The ones that are like hallucinogenic? Uh, so they kind of have the same color, uh-huh. but like different leaf type and don't kind of have that same aura of like mystery or magic or whatever. Right. I think still Flint is going to have a sense of like, ugh, like hesitation with the trees because like the hallucin like the hallucinations induced by that were pretty like like intense intense, like an immediate uh so yeah um i um i don't think i want to do anything besides get closer to those trees off the obviously like like the path that i've seen but still with an eye shot of it um I, yeah. yeah, it's just like if it's something strange, I, I want to get closer and check it out. Yeah, so I think the path at this point isn't as relevant because under the trees, uh, there's not really a lot of grasses or anything. So it's kind of hard to tell like where people might have walked and where they haven't. Right. Um, so it's almost like you're you're in a forest now, um, you know, and the other vegetation doesn't survive under the light of these uh, or like because the light is blocked by the tree branches. So as you approach the four trees... What's interesting is that uh, they're very much the same size, and you see that they are planted almost in uh, a perfect square, Mm. um, which, or you get the sense they were planted, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, they're not randomly there. These are not natural forest trees by your eye. Uh, You're no druid, so you're not sure, but that's, that's the sense you get. Right. I definitely want... And can you actually, you know what, since you, you said you wanted to like check them out or whatever, give me an investigation of the whole scene. Yeah, there. sure. Holy shit, a 19. Dude, I'm killing nice. it with these rolls right now. You're crushing it, um, which is great. Um, so, so the bark on these trees kind of has like a... It's like a flaky kind of bark, like, you know, uh, like a shag bark hickory or something like that. Right. And the other thing you spot as you get close enough to these four trees in this concentric looking square is another object in the center of them. Oh, shit. Pretty much right in the middle. There is a flat rock. And on that flat rock are four wooden placards about the size of a playing card. Oh, shit. Uh... I, I just want to do a quick check for uh, trip wires, pressure plates, uh, um, mm. and like in a forest, like a pit trap, like a yeah, l- sure, like a like a a hole with spikes at the bottom that's covered up by like burlap covered in twigs. Yeah. Are you? Uh, how are you checking for a pit trap? Just out of curiosity. Uh, for like a pattern, right? So like. Oh, that's like why are those twigs there, but there's no twigs over there, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, kind of. Um. All right. Awesome. Uh, give me. Gosh, I guess as a rogue, I want to give you advantage on that. So give me an investigation or a perception. Actually, yeah, your choice: perception or investigation with advantage. Oh, it's got to be perception. Then I got a plus eight on that. Yeah, you got to perceive if there's traps. A twenty-one. Here. Uh. So. Good thing you checked, because as you're looking around this little grove, before you step into the midst of these four trees toward this strange flat rock, 
uh, as you're looking around, you see that there is a very low to the ground and sheer tripwire between each of the trees. Oh, shit. Um, easy enough to step over okay. if you decide to. Um, you don't see any traps on the ground, uh, and you're not sure what the tripwire necessarily triggers. Yeah, so like I can't see, oh, the wire is shimmering and going up to a rock that falls on my head, It's just, or goes right. to a no, bell that no... rings or something. Exactly. There's no obvious um, path for this tripwire. It seems like it is wired around the four trees and almost into the like roots of them. Sure. Like each each tree, it almost looks like the wire like goes into the tree itself. Right. Okay. Uh, since I can't see uh, what it's connected to, so I can't discern if it pulls on something to actuate it or if breaking the tension on it like actuates it. Like uh, I think my best bet is to just stay away from it and try and get over it if it's easy enough to step over. Yeah, sure. Give me uh, either acrobatics or athletics to step over it. It's 15 in acrobatics. Yeah, not bad. It was really, I only needed you not to get a crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you just kind of like hop over one of them and you step into the middle of this grove of four trees. And this flat rock in the middle with these four placards on it, um, it's like, it's like, knee height for you so it's really a low to the ground kind right. of thing right um but you do see that there's like a couple of like old logs that are kind of like little stools around it right almost like you could have four people sitting there mm. um and uh yeah you don't see any traps or anything around the rock itself sure or or the little placards okay and are is there anything on the placards not that you can see um okay I think I would like to take a seat at one on one of the the like logs, like the trunks, essentially, like the, okay, sweet, the, the obvious kind of seats, and just see if anything happens when I do that. So you sit down, and nothing happens when you sit. Okay. Um, but now you got a better look at these placards in this like playing. Well, uh, I was about to say playing surface. Uh, they do look like four cards, sure. and they're four little stumps. Uh, so it almost feels like this is a little tiny card table. Sure. Um, and as you sit down, I think you see the back of this piece of wood is pretty like intricately carved, mm. almost like the filigree that you would see on the back of a playing card. Okay. Uh, and can I pick it up or is it like in place? Yeah. No, you can pick it up. Uh, I'm going to pick one of them up. All right, you pick up the one in front of you, and on the other side, it is carved clearly to be a playing card, and it is a two of diamonds. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to reach across and pick up the other uh, another one, like a second one. Yeah. Uh, you pick up the other one, across, like straight across from you? Or uh, is that the one, the one ne next to me, to my right. Okay, to your right, you pick up the two of clubs. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at these, and I'm like, okay, deuce is wild. Yeah, I got a couple of twos. That'd be good in a game. I'll put I'll put the second one in my left hand with the other one and pick up a fourth one. <laughs> or a third uh, one, or rather. A third one. So uh, what do you have? You have diamonds and clubs? Diamonds and clubs, I think, yeah. Yeah, so you pick up the two of spades. Okay. And then I'm going to just like, okay, I see where this is going, and then pick up the, the fourth one. And you pick up the two of hearts. Okay, so I've got all the twos, and nothing has happened. Nothing has happened yet. 
Um, there's nowhere else where I'm thinking, like, there's no slots on the trees or anything. There's no, like, I'm looking for, like, oh, are these, like, uh, keys, essentially? Yeah, give me, uh, now that you're on the inside of the trees, give me another investigation, this time with advantage. Okay. Holy fuck, a three and a one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Bad time for a three. Uh, Yeah. It's just going to make it a little more challenging. Um, You see on the trees that with their strange, like, flaky bark, there is a spot on each of them on the inside that almost looks like it would be the exact size to slide one of these little placards Mm. into. Uh. I think looking around and seeing that, I'm like, all right. Uh, oh, God, I just realized I've been saying placards. They're placards playing cards. Holy shit. Oh, okay. They are playing cards. Well, they're like wooden ones. I mean, I didn't do that intentionally, but it's just funny that placards. the word placards is Play like... cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think not seeing anything, I'm just going to start randomly putting these in those slots like go up to the first one and see if it actually fits because my investigation was so dog shit and like just see if i can put like the two of yeah. diamonds in the first tree that i go to uh okay so let me uh just um we're gonna call the trees one through four okay um all right and so uh you can tell me like what you know which one is which that's fine um but like where where so where are you putting this first card and which card are you putting there? Yeah, so the first tree that I get to, I, I'm just gonna pull out randomly uh, the heart and put it there. Okay. Yep. Um, and then which way do you walk to get to the next tree? Uh, I'll go straight across from that one. So sort okay. of like across like the center of the square, and then I'm gonna put gotcha. a, I'm gonna put a diamond there. Okay. Uh, and then walk to my left and put the, uh, club. Clubs. Awesome. And then the last one will be the, uh, spade. Awesome. Uh, nothing happens. (laughs) Fuck. Ho, 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 this is Santa with your mid-roll this week. First, want to thank all the good little boys and girls listening to this podcast. You've made it on the ho, ho, good list this year. Ho, 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 ho. I also want to thank Patreon supporters Junior, Johanna, and ho, 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 Mario, the best little boy that there is. Ho, ho, ho. If you're considering being a Patreon supporter... We'd greatly appreciate it. Me and my merry elves work very hard to make this podcast for you. And we love doing it each year. You know, we build it in the workshop. Ho, 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 Mrs. Claus loves watching us as we make the podcast as well. Consider supporting us with a $1 or more or ho, ho, $1 a month donation. We would greatly appreciate that. I won't keep you from the show. I have a slate pack, but... Just remember, be good and keep on listening. Ho, 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 ho. Until next year, and watch your chimneys. Ho, ho. But seriously. Be sure to check out our podcast this Friday for Matt's holiday special.
I'd like to uh, just go back to the table and make sure there's like, I, I think what I'll do is like, fuck, okay, there's got to be an order here. And then like l lean over one of the stools and make sure there's nothing underneath the stool. Uh, and just look at the table one more time to see if there's anything uh, that I missed. Uh, give me an insight check as a gambler. Okay, I got a 20. Not bad at all. Um, so you don't find anything on the table or the stools. But you have a thought when you're doing this. And you think about the note you found in the town. For some reason, this concept of a secret message written on something mm. pops into your head. So, I I want to go to, like, the placards, uh, or, fuck. Um, yeah, I want to look at the placard and, uh, just look at it. Like, I'll look at the one that I put in number one, the heart. Uh, look at the back yeah. of it, look at the front of it, uh, and just see if there's any, like, indication of... Uh, any number besides two, because there's it's the two of hearts. Yeah, give me give me an investigation on that. A five, man. My investigation has been dog shit. Uh, you're not you're not picking up anything new, really. Uh, I want to take out my candle and uh and just look at okay. it and see if there's any. Make a sleight of hand check for me when you're reaching into your bag. Okay. To get your candle. A twenty eight. <laughs> Oh, god damn, you have a plus 13. You didn't that? That's fucking crazy. Oh my god. I feel yeah. like like the final killing blow on the final boss is going to have to be like you pickpocket his heart out of his chest. Right, right. Um so that's excellent, and I'm going to say because of your excellent hand skills taking your candle out, as you pull the candle out, the map tumbles out of the top of your backpack. Okay. Um, it almost feels like it was meant to happen. Oh my God. All right. I'm going to look at the map and, uh, as I'm lighting my candle, I would like to put it up to the map as well. Uh, just, just as a quick pass to see if there's anything I missed with like the light going behind it, you know? Awesome. Um, uh, and when you do that you see in the same ink that you found on the note in the town. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What do I see? You see... Okay, so just in front of the two symbols that said, uh, go this way and keep quiet, uh -huh. sort of right above the grove that you're in, you see, in order, four symbols written in tiny hand script, a diamond, a spade, a club, and a heart. Okay. From top to bottom. Diamond, spade, club, heart. Okay. Okay. So whatever the first tree I went to, uh, I'm going to put them in that order starting there. And I guess, okay. you know, either going counterclockwise or whichever whichever way. Yeah. So you're going diamonds Diamond. where the hearts were. Uh-huh. Um, the spades Spade where, where the, diamond. the diamonds were. The club, club. stays. Club stays where it was. And the heart goes and where the spades was. Heart goes where the spades were, yep. 
make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, shitter. A 24. <laughs> you feel the ground shifting underneath you as you slide the last card firmly into place. And you sort of do a quick back handspring out of the way. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you're watching as the table in the center of these four trees just slowly sinks down and the ground around it sinks down as well and it creates a ramp that takes you under the ground. Oh, shit. I love it. Uh, with my candle still in hand. Uh, is it dark down there? It looks pretty darn dark. All right. Uh, I'm going to blow out my candle, tuck that away, and uh, walk down the stairs. Sweet. Um, yeah, you do. You walk down the ramp, and it is dark. And uh, yeah, but I actually have night vision, uh, uh, dark vision. <laughs> you have night vision. That's great. Uh, that's going to come in super handy here, actually. Um, so you walk down down this ramp, and you can see in the dark, obviously, because you have night vision. That's right. Um, and you walk down a short way, and you emerge out of a passage into what can only be described as a bizarre town that has been put underground. Oh shit. Not like not like the dwarven towns that you're used to that are like carved into a mountain, but this is like a giant hole or cavern underground right. and someone has built a town here. Holy shit. And as you remember from your map, there were sort of these almost ghostly images yeah, of like buildings translucent. in this forest. Yeah. And you can look up, uh, you look up at the ceiling and you can see the trailing uh, vine type roots from the trees of this forest that break through the ceiling of this town in various places and just hang down. And it's a very eerie looking space. And unlike Snailhaven, uh, you see plenty of activity in front of you in Holy this case. shit. What do you do? Looking at everything... Um, is this, like, uh, what looks to be a main entrance into this place? Like, am I basically standing at the front fucking door? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that it feels like you're kind of on, like, Main Street. Right. Um, you almost get the sense that you found a secret entrance. Oh, shit. Um, because there's actually some light coming from, like, the far side that looks more natural. Uh, like, like daylight from the other side of this town. So yeah. like maybe there's a cave entrance or something over there where like people can come and go more freely, but, right. um, nobody seems to have noticed that you came through this, this ramp. Interesting. Uh, so with orb of silence in hand, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to get closer, close enough, essentially like if there is a street with people walking around, I want to be in an alley behind a house, behind a stack of crates. I, I want to hear what the people are saying. Like, yeah. if I understand them, what kind of people there are. Uh, like, are they completely alien? Do I get so that? So I basically want to like sneak up, peer, like peek around a corner and see if I can see or hear people doing anything. Definitely. Give me an. Uh, well, let's do a stealth check. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
And uh, you can have a little advantage there with your uh, with your Orb of Silence, too. Yeah, I'll do one more. Okay, 28. Pretty stealthy. That's right. Um, so you creep around the first block of buildings, and it's, it's so strange because it literally looks like every other sort of medieval-style town that you've been to. And you do see a couple people. Uh, you can hear some voices. It just seems like they are just going about their normal daily lives. A lot of them are dwarves. Uh-huh. Uh, you see some halflings. Okay. You see what you can only assume from a distance is either elven or human types. Um, it's a mix. It's a mix of a bunch of different races. Right. Um, and for a moment, across a larger opening that you're sort of standing on a corner in front of... Um, uh, yeah, actually, so give me a perception check there. Um, you make it to a spot where you can see out into, like, the center of this town. A 24. Excellent. Um, as you're standing on the edge of the center of the town, you see that the center of the town is an old-style cathedral. Oh, shit. Yeah. But it's, like, all made of wood, and it's uh, the top of it is very intertwined with the roots of the trees above it. Um, and so there's really no steeple. It's almost like where there would be a steeple on an old cathedral. It's like a giant tree grows out of it. Right. Um, and it's a very bizarre looking building. And as you're looking in that direction, you see a tabaxi uh, kind of come around a corner of this large building, which just for a moment, because you haven't really seen many tabaxis since your time with the performance troupe. Uh-huh. And so, uh, and I think that that was a really important memory for Flint. Yeah. So maybe painful in some ways. Mm-hmm. He, uh, so I think that it, it startles you and you kind of step back for just a second. And as you do that, you feel a hand reach around your face and it presses a cloth to your <laughs> nose and mouth. And then your vision goes black. <laughs> All right, let's see what's going on with Dresden in the town of Eclipse. Yo, Dres, I, I think we should follow him. Find where he lives. There's no reason we have to wait until tomorrow. We don't even have a heist. <laughs> no, but it was, it was pretty believable, though, wasn't it? Oh, you did a great job. You did a great job. You know, I'll, I'll let you do all the talking. You, you were doing great. You know, because you were so smart. People seem to be a little weirded out when I talk to you, a.k.a. myself. So I have to, you know, if we're around people, I have to do it sparingly. But I like the little things that you're saying. Keeping them, keeping them, keep, keep them going. Maybe maybe we'll find a way to make it so that you can keep talking when all this is over. Well, they'd be, they'd be less weird if I was a real, uh, a real, real owl on your shoulder. They would be more understandable then. Do you want me to follow him? Watch where he's going? Yes, that would be most helpful, actually. Can I kind of track him as he left the bar and um, see where he's Moe is heading towards? Um, yeah. So you you head toward the door, and and I mean you can like obviously take off anywhere for the most part, and you know not get detected. Um, and you can just like fly straight through. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna say that like physical barriers are still gonna stop you. Um, but like people won't feel you if you bump into them and that kind of thing, but you'll feel them if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can, uh, 
Yeah, you can fly like above or below the two swinging doors to get out. And Dresden, are you following or are you staying in the in the bar? Um, I'm going to actually head up towards the chapel. Oh, sorry, the shrine, Fallow's shrine. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, and yeah, you don't know like the lay of the land too well, so I would say you um you heard him refer to like an upper crater. Yeah. So you're guessing there's some elevation involved. Maybe I'll, I'll backtrack a second, and maybe I'll, I'll ask the bartender. Oh God, what was his name? Eph- Ephra. Arif. 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 Um, excuse me, Arif. Yeah. What? What's up? You know, I was hoping you could point me in, in the direction of of a big big church, a big shrine in 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 town, somewhere in the upper crater. If that makes sense. Oh, you mean Fallow Shrine. That's the one. That's up on the upper crater, yeah. So out of the pub here, you go follow the main road there to the right, and uh, you're going to see the hill start to climb then slightly to the left. It all wraps around up into the upper crater, and when you get up there, it's by far the biggest building up there. I mean, you can't miss it. If it was daytime, you could see it from, like, our front door here. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Uh, so let's let's go back to uh, Rasputin before Dresden's outside. Um, so Rasputin, you fly outside and you don't see Maurice in your immediate vicinity. So you suspect he's like ducked around a corner, gone somewhere, uh, keeping in mind that you are an owl. What would you like to do? Hmm. Um, well, he can't see or hear me, right? Right. And right now you can't see or hear him. Um, can I go higher in the air? You sure can. Why don't you do that? Uh, so you fly up, and then can you give me a perception check from your vantage point? I sure can. Where do yeah, you, you can. And you've got good dark vision, too, so the night night darkness is not going to hurt you at all on this. Eleven. Not great. Oof. Yeah, not great. Um, so you don't see Maurice, but... You, uh, you can kind of like clear an area where he's not and he can't have made it that far. So you kind of narrow it down to the fact that he's probably gone kind of to the north from this pub. Um, you don't get the sense that he lives anywhere near this like upper district, which you can see by the way from up in the air, but there's like a couple buildings in that direction to the north that he might've like kind of gotten around a corner already. So that's that's your gut that, that he maybe has gone in that direction. Could I do one of my actions or only during combat? Uh, depends on what it says. Which one uh, is it? The Mimicry. All right, so you're going to use one of your Rasputin powers here to interact oh, with the actual environment sure to do will. a Mimicry. Uh, so what are you going to do? I was thinking about doing a Mimicry of like a a woman shouting Mo's name. Try and get okay. like, try and get his attention. Like I lost him, right? Like I don't know where he went. Yeah. So like I wanna try and get him back into the fold so I can track him again. God, I love it. Okay, great. I love it too. Um so let's let's hear it. Let's hear Rasputin's uh mimicry. <laughs> hey Mo Mo Where are you? Where where you at, Mo? I love it. All right, uh, make a deception check. Come on, baby. We won't do advantage or disadvantage. I'd say that was a pretty uh, solid. Jesus, I got a critical fail. 
Oh, oh my I gotta god. get a six, but I have a five. Oh my god, a natural one. Okay, that's not great. So, um, all right. So you don't hear any response. Um, <laughs> and you take D10 damage. Yeah. Uh, no, no oh, damage no, for Rasputin on this one, but um. Yeah, no response here. I think that's all that really happens. And nobody, I think you get the impression that nobody heard you. Um, so maybe you haven't like honed in exactly on this skill of yours yet. But you still had your uh, your instinct that, that this guy probably went to like the north in that direction. One thing I'll say is that you're not like tethered to Dresden in any way. Um, other than the fact that his fate sort of determines your fate. So you obviously have an investment in his situation. Mm-hmm. So... I would say um, Rasputin, you know, given that you're an owl, you could sort of cruise over, um, you know, this next street pretty quickly if you want to take another look around to see if you can find anything. Do yeah, it. I think I'd want to do that. Okay. Uh, so give me a perception check. 16. Uh, this time, so after you fly up the street and you find yourself over another yet another intersection of cart paths um, and amongst a bunch of more ramshackle looking houses that are a little bit closer together um, you catch sight of movement um, as you see someone walking down a main street between a bunch of the houses um, and using your owl eyes you can see that it is in fact Maurice Lester Hey, there he is. There he is. There's the man. <laughs> He's walking right over there. That's great. And I'm going to fly um, kind of like behind him. Okay, cool. Um, and Maurice keeps walking. Would you say he's walking there? He's walking <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, so he's headed toward what is known in this town as the North Rim, which you don't necessarily know. And he's walking, and uh, you follow him for a good little distance there, Rasputin. And um, he's, like, kind of getting out of... uh, It's just, like, you can tell you're getting really far from Dresden. But he's continuing in that direction. Yeah, so what do you do? do? Are you going to keep following as he gets further away? Yeah, I think I am, because... I know that I need to. We need to find him. So if I lose him, and then there's a lot of houses here, so I need to. I need to pursue him until yeah. he goes into some structure. Absolutely. So give me a. I guess stealth. let's go with like a dexterity. Um, you're you're very stealthy. So let's go with like a dexterity check just to see and do do it with advantage, just to make sure you can keep up. Eighteen. Yeah, you do fine. And suddenly, Rasputin, you see another shadow join you see another shadow uh join maurice on the path as he rounds the final corner toward a particularly ramshackle house right against the north rim wall and you just catch a flash of a cloak and a hooded figure and before you can even really react the figure is right on top of maurice like standing right behind him what do you do could i do like a uh, uh, attack like a melee attack is that possible does your character sheet say you can <laughs> no it does not <laughs> <laughs> oh, so disappointed um, but I think uh, so you do have one cantrip that you might be able to use to do I something just, physical if that's I what you want to do I just saw this I like did not even see it before okay I'm going to use um, prestigi- prestigitation 
This spell is a minor magic trick that novice spellcasters use for practice. You create one of the following magical effects within range. You create instantaneously harmless sensory effect, such as a, sh- a shower of sparks, a puff of wind, a faint musical note, or an odd odor. You instantly uh, light or snuff out a candle, torch, or your small campfire. You instantaneously clean up clean soil or an object no larger than one cubic feet. You chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material. If you cast a spell multiple times, you can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects active at a time, and you can dismiss as an action. So what are you going to do with this? So a, a, a cloaked figure came up behind Mo. I'm going to make the sound of a very, very large and wet fart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Um... And I guess, is it coming from, like, where you are it's gonna or come, where he it's is? It's going to come where the, the colloquial figure is. Okay, wonderful. I absolutely love that. Um, okay, like a so... a long one, too. Like a... Yeah, no, and it's a quiet night, too. So it's like, suddenly the silence is just cut through, like, a super, super sharp dagger through someone's, someone's throat. butt. And as this... As this sound rings out and it's like echoing off of the north rim wall (laughs) it just sounds like the loudest fart and you see maurice quickly turn around to look and find the source of the sound and like lightning the cloaked figure slashes his throat with a dagger and he drops to his knees bleeding out and collapses into the dust and just as quickly as the cloaked figure had emerged from the shadows, they retreat back into the shadows. Um, what do you do, Rasputin? Um, I say to myself, oi, 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 Madara was going to be real mad at me. Um, and I don't, I don't see any sort of trace of the figure who killed Mo. Uh, give me a perception check. Ten. You actually do see this mm. person. Um, you see them just casually, like for what it's worth, they pretty casually walk back into the shadows of these houses and then head off along the path back toward the center of town. Um, they're walking pretty quickly with their cloak kind of billowing behind them, but nothing out of the ordinary. Otherwise the blade that they use is just like sheathed and hidden away immediately. So what do you do? Does the cloak have any sort of insignia or is it just a plain garment? Uh, you don't see anything particularly uh, identifying about it. It's like a kind of a light gray color. That's yeah, that's about it though. Can I talk to Matarua? I actually don't know if you can in this moment because uh-huh. I, I have a thing. I think but that's a... yeah, that's the one that I, is pretty specifically just during count encounters. Yeah. Could I fly in front of him or her? And like use a like a puff of light, like I guess like a spark in front, so I can see their face. Yes, love it. Okay, but I'm like in front of them, so like anything would be visible to me. I'm not. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, give me a. Uh, it'll be a perception check with advantage when this spark lights up. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, with a 16 and the sparks lighting up this person's face. So first of all, their reaction is to shield their eyes quickly 
And then you see a look on their face of knowing as they look straight at you. And you hear a voice say, Oh, hi there. I don't believe that we've met, but I think that we maybe have the same boss. And Rasputin, give me a history check. So fucking intense. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> uh, that's good enough, though, because I think you were around sometimes. Um, whether you were visible or not, you were always sort of with Dresden or by his side. Um, and you recognize this person's face. It's Zoe Moranix. Oh my, oh my god. god. Yo, Zoe. No, no, this can't be real. Zoe, is that you? You're, you're out here killing people? Whoa, that's weird. So you can talk now? Yeah, I can talk. This is what I sound like. Sorry so to disappoint you. So I'm gonna hope... Yep, nope, okay. So the fart, was the fart you? Because that definitely wasn't me, just so everybody knows. Uh, well, maybe it was a little bit you, but a little bit was me too. I mean, let's call it a spade. I mean, you kind of helped bolt, me though. I mean, right? I, No, I, well, you helped me check that one off my list. He turned around, you made it, you know. I'm not gonna... Well, but we should we should keep moving. We need to get further away from the crime scene here. Well, you know, the, re- well, the reason I'm here is because, you know, that was Dresden's. Ah, I gathered as much. I, uh, I saw him. From afar? He was, uh, no, 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 no. I saw him not too long ago. I think that we were being sent on some of the same jobs, and, uh, I got to that one before him at the party in the horn. Ah, it's starting to make all sense now. It's starting to make sense. I thought that he maybe recognized me, but... I wasn't sure, and I didn't... Matarua hasn't told me whether we're supposed to be working together, and I don't know if I get a kill, if it counts toward my tally, or both of ours, and I just... I'm unclear on some things, so I didn't want... I just just didn't want to get intertwined with him. But I can see that you're here, and obviously you'll be relaying this to him, so maybe we ought to all sit down and talk this out. That sounds about right. I mean... We we can't be stepping on each other's toes here. I mean, he's got he's got a wish fulfilled too, and so do I. You know, we we all got jobs to do. Absolutely, and I don't know what our solution will be, but I hope that we can come to one amicably. Well, we'll sit down. We'll get some coffee. I don't I don't know what the coffee tastes like, but everyone talks about coffee, and <laughs> and we can come to. So I mean, Dres loves you, so multiple ways. I think. Does he? I don't. I don't really know him that well. Well, sometimes I don't either. But, we'll we'll have to ask. Yeah, well, maybe we can get to know him a little bit better, and I certainly hope to if we're going to be working together. Uh, do you know where he is? I I you can follow me. Yeah, no, I'll follow you. I don't know where I'm going. This I I've been here for a few weeks, but well, I don't know the town that well at night. So here we are. I'll I'll you lead the way crazy that you can talk it's crazy i could talk too you know what i just decided i wanted wanted to say stuff now and you know this is what i sound like can't can't change me yeah no it's it's great i mean you've got a great voice i yeah no my my familiar can't talk and who is your your familiar she pulls a like a gangly looking primate 
out of her satchel at her side, and it, like, slowly extends a claw, super slowly, and she says, This is Wesley. He is a sloth, and he's not particularly helpful, if I'm being honest. He, he hands me these slips of paper, they tell me names, sometimes places, and it takes a while for him to hand it to me, and... Yes, well, anyways... Madarua, I think, has a cruel sense of humor. I don't know. She's been pretty cordial to me. She's a good boss. Yeah, she's seems a good like it. Seems like she's got a favorite. So, I think I'm the one that's been sending her all the souls. But uh, who, who's keeping count, I guess? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's go. And the two of you take off through the streets. Testing. God, that sounds like a bowling ball. What was that? Test. Uh, that was Johanna closing the door. Oh. <laughs> um, do you want me to redo it? No, no, you're good. You're yeah. good. Uh, All right. Surprised cool. you heard um, that. It wasn't as bad here as it probably. No, was it was just very see, quiet. You, you could actually go to the door and just open and close um, it and talk over it while you're opening and closing the door. That'd be <laughs> that'd be ideal, actually. Yeah, <laughs> we want that sound effect the whole time. <laughs>